Welcome back to Heart to Heart. I am Bachava Heart, your host. I am back with episode two. If you didn't listen to episode one of season two last week, it's all about how I learned to let myself fall in love. It was really important. I think a lot of lessons were learned. And this week's episode is going to be about how I fell out of love and how I broke up with my now ex-boyfriend. I haven't decided what I'm going to call this episode yet, but I think I'm going to call it your gut can change because that is kind of the theme of my breakup. When I met this guy, it was like love at first date, as I call it. It just kept on getting better. And I was like, oh, my God. I remember after a week, like I had been seeing him like every other day. And my mom's like, wow, like you're talking to this guy a lot. Like, like, how are you feeling? And I was like, I really think like he might be the one like I was like you know, really, really interested in getting to know him better. And as time developed on, my feelings for him grew. I fell in love with him. And it just was getting like better and better, more comfortable with each other, you know, really supporting each other. And he was all around like really amazing. And I was like, holy shit, like I hit the jackpot. I am so lucky. I'm so happy to be with this guy. I remember I was in Miami and you guys were all like, oh my God, Miami looks amazing on you. You're so happy. And obviously like I was really happy. Like I loved living in Miami, but I will give credit to the fact that I was falling in love and living in Miami in the winter and just all around. It was an amazing time in my life. I like really look back at my months in Miami and I'm so thankful for them. I do feel like I had a different experience than I expected because I was dating someone. So I never experienced like being single down there, but it was so nice. Like he kind of moved in. He was able to work remotely. And I guess I'll talk about now. I chose not to share that I was in a relationship and still continue to post like single content as if I wasn't seeing anybody. I think I was really scared about going through a public breakup again and having to like explain to strangers and people I don't know why I decided to end my relationship and I didn't want to put it out there. I also originally felt some shame over my breakup, like a feeling of failure that it didn't work out for me and like what's wrong with me. And I realized now that I've been through this break, another breakup that breakups are something that everybody experiences. I'm not special for experiencing one. And it's a very relatable life experience to go through. And if I can talk about my experience and something I try my best to really do is only focus on my personal experience and really keep whoever I was with their privacy intact. Like you guys have no idea who I'm talking about. Um, I don't know what I'll do for my next relationship how long I would wait to keep it under wraps. I do think that it will be important for me to when I get in a relationship, even if I'm not showing the person, to start creating relationship content because there was a point where I felt really inauthentic with my audience because like, I also wasn't inspired because it's like how hard to think of single content when you're in a relationship. So it didn't feel like it felt like disconnected, even though what I was doing, I would like think about something that maybe I would feel if I was single, but I was no longer single. I was in a relationship. So it was an interesting time for me. I don't want to do that again. I definitely when I 
am official with someone, I'm going to share that I have a boyfriend. I'm not going to keep it under wraps, but I don't know how long I'll wait to share like their face or who they are, or what they do. TBD. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The first like three months were really amazing. Like no hiccups. Like we maybe had some things we had to talk about. Something that was different for me that I realized I was like, you know, scared about getting into this new relationship was I needed to sit down and talk to him about like my timeline. Like I asked like really pretty early on, um, like what he was looking for, like in terms of timing. Cause I was like, I'm at the time I was 29. I was like, I'm 29. I'm turning 30. Like I do want to start having a family soon, not like tomorrow or the next year, but in a few years. And like, is that something you're looking for? Are you looking to get married? Like, is that a commitment you want? And I, made myself ask those questions fairly early, probably in like the first three or three weeks that we were seeing each other. I like had that really uncomfortable conversation with him. Not, I wasn't asking like, when am I going to be your girlfriend or anything like that? I was purely asking like in his perfect world, how, what does he want for himself? Like some people can say, you know, I'm looking for a serious relationship, but like, I'm not looking to get married anytime soon or have kids anytime soon. Some people could be like, no, like I'm looking to get married. Like that's my goal of dating. And I wasn't like trying to rush the process whatsoever, but I was curious to see what was his timeline. And his timeline was like date for a year, move in for a year, get engaged. So I guess like, you know, dating, married two years. And I was like, okay, cool. Sounds great. Um, and that was kind of like my headspace as well. Obviously I think like depending on the relationship, things can change, but I made myself ask that question. And I do recommend if you are in the headspace where you want a serious relationship and you want a marriage and you're not like 22 and you're 30, have that conversation. Like why? Because to me, it's like, why would I start developing feelings for this person if we don't match on a really big, huge topic, like if he would have said, I'm looking to date someone for a few years and then maybe get engaged and then maybe in like five, 10 years have kids. I don't think that would have worked for me. I think I would have been like, I'm 30. Like, I don't want to wait till I'm 35 to like start thinking about maybe getting engaged then and like starting a family. So I think that it's important before you let yourself catch those feelings to have some tough conversations that are uncomfortable, but it's either going to bring you closer or it will maybe end you, but rather do that before like you're, you're deep in it. Cause if you're deep in it, then you're going to have clouded judgment. And then things that you're like, Oh, like rose colored glasses. Like he's so amazing. The sex is great. Like, but you know, he never wants to have children. <laughs> so like, then what are you doing? Like then you got yourself in a pickle and that sucks. So Try your best to think, obviously not right away, but if you think this is someone you can seriously date, think about like things that are really important to you and like broach them.
at least. I'm also a very blunt, straightforward, communicative adult. And I'm very good at saying what I want. So I know that this is something that comes easier to me than maybe other people. And I've been told on first dates, because now I'm back in the dating world. So this is all refresh in my mind that I like ask like really like if I'm only if I'm interested, obviously, like if the conversation's going well and I'm like curious to see if we align on certain things, like I'm going to ask you about your previous relationships. Like I want to know because if if you've never had a girlfriend, then like I don't want to get to know you because I've been fucking married. Like I'm not doing the learning curve. So I think that like I will ask like some maybe intense questions on a first date, but that's also my personality. Like I like to get deep. I like to get to know you. And if that doesn't match your vibe, then like, that's totally cool. It's a first date. Back to my story on how I ended my relationship. So the first three months are really good. I really think that like in a relationship, you have the first three months, six months, one year. And after that, it's kind of like all the same, more or less. Meaning if you could get past a year and you are working well together and you know how to have an argument and you love each other and you're having fun and you're an adult, like a formed adult, not like a 22 year old, then I really do think that like you're, you're on your way to success. But I think like three months, six months, one year, that's when you get to see problems arise. Like you're starting to let your guard down. You're not as infatuated as you maybe were. Like certain things are maybe bothering you and you have to decide like, are these things I'm going to have a conversation with them about? Are these things that they can change? Are these things that I can change? Very important time in your relationship. So I found that like when I hit the three month mark, that's when I started to like be like, ooh, like, hmm, is this what I want? Like, are we getting along well enough? Like, do we have what it takes to make it work long term? And I'm not going to get into why ultimately we broke up because it's not my place to share. But what I will say is something that I really, really struggled with was that when I met him I was like my gut and I trust my gut my gut was so sure like that I needed to date this guy like I was really sure there was no part of me that was like do I actually want to date him like obviously in the beginning I told you guys I was like really nervous but still like in my bones I was like I really want to get to know know this guy like I may marry him like he could be the father of my children like I was like real serious And then when I started feeling like things weren't working the way I wanted to, I was like, but I have to make them work because when I met him, I thought he was it. And therefore, like my gut can't be wrong. Like if my gut's wrong, then how do I trust myself? And I really like I brought this up in therapy as well because I was struggling and I was like, but my gut told me this, like, how can my gut change? And she was like, your gut can change. You didn't have all the information that you have now. When you first met him, you had this information about him. This is how you felt. And now a few months later, you feel different. And it's not that you couldn't trust your gut then. Your gut was telling you then this is the right thing. And right now your gut is telling you maybe this isn't the right thing. And I really struggled with that because I trust my gut so much. I'm a very decisive person. So the fact that I was like going back and forth and so wishy-washy about if I wanted to continue dating this person really fucked with me. And I was like, what, like, what is this? And what I realized, it took me time to figure this out. 
after we ended up breaking up. But what I realized is that when I met him, I needed to like, he was my person. I believe that every, like, I believe in multiple soulmates. Like I believe my ex-husband was my soulmate for that period of time. I believe this ex-boyfriend was my soulmate for this period of time because I learned so much about myself, as I told you in the previous episode, about how to like let myself love again and let someone in. And I don't think that I would have been able to accomplish that and experience that had I not in my brain said to myself, like, I'm going to marry him, I think. I needed that security for myself to be like, this is important. This is real. This is big. And I have to go all in. And then when it started to feel off, I know now that in the next relationship I'm in, I'm not feeling good and I'm having anxiety, then I should trust that as well. Always trust your gut, but your gut can change. And that is like the highlight of my breakup with him. I was so secure that I was like so excited that I found someone like as much as I talk to you guys about my dating life and dating around and having fun at my core. I love being in a relationship. I loved my marriage. Like I love being married. Like I never had a point where I was married where I was like, I really wish I could be single. Like I found so much security and comfort in being in a partnership. Like I love thinking about someone else. I'm an oldest. I naturally have been raised to care for other people. And I genuinely love being in a relationship. Like it doesn't make me feel confined or restricted or like there are boundaries on me where I can't live my life to the fullest because I have a partner. If anything, I feel like I live a more fulfilling life because I get to share it with someone that I care about. So I was so happy to like be in this place with someone who I cared about, who I loved, who I had fun with, who I had great chemistry with. And then the fact that there were certain things that I was like, ooh, I don't really like how this makes me feel. I tried to push down those thoughts because I was like, but I really like this aspect of it. And I felt, I was like, finally, I'm in a place where like, I know where my future is going. For the past two years, my future has been pretty up in the air. Like I make my own decisions. I was able to move to Miami by myself. Like nobody's guiding me specifically because I don't have to think about anyone else. And that is exciting. That is super cool. And if you're single, take advantage of that. But when I got into this relationship, I was like, like, I'm happy. Like, I'm so happy that I have someone to make decisions with, that I have someone to have plans with. And I was like, am I going to end this relationship that had so many positive things and made me feel so good because I'm having some anxiety, but then I'm going to have to be single again. And I don't want to be single again. Like, I like being in a relationship. I like having a partner. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I am really thankful. I talk about therapy a lot, guys, but it really, really helped me because I was able to be like, sit down and, and go through my thoughts and be like, if I'm being so wishy-washy, then this is not good. And 
And part of me was like, am I staying in this too long? Am I seeing it through too long? Because I really wanted it to work. And my therapist was like, try it out. Like you, I, and I had this fear of like wasting my time. And she's like, you're not wasting your time. You're learning about yourself. And I can confidently say, I learned so much about myself because I learned now if I feel like there are red flags and I'm having anxiety, probably a good time to not continue or to go deeper into why I'm having those things. Some of the anxieties I have were things I had to work on myself that had nothing to do with him. And some of them were just how we were working together. Like we, not everyone is meant to be and not everyone is a perfect match. And you're only going to know that about yourself if you go down that path with a person. There's no way of knowing. Like I really wanted her to be like, is he the one? And she's like, you got to see, you have to explore that with him. The only way you're going to know is if you get closer. When I did finally really break up with him, like in my mind, I'm like, this is what I'm doing. Like I need to do this for myself. I was so scared about being miserable again. And I remember my mom even telling me, she was like, are you sure? Like you want to do this? I don't want you to be sad. Cause like she saw how distraught I was after my ex-husband and she knew that I really loved this guy and that I would be really sad that it ended even though I know it's the right thing and I'm like I'm gonna be really sad like I was trying to like mentally prepare myself like this is gonna suck I'm gonna be miserable for a little bit of time but then I'll be okay the fear that I had around the breakup like I was okay and I was surprised that I was okay. And I know that obviously depends on the situation. But I think because deep down, my gut had changed and I knew that this wasn't the right thing for me. And I knew that I had already experienced a breakup. Like I have my good girlfriends. I have my family to lean on. I, I like took off time on social media and I deleted the app so I wouldn't see what everyone was doing. Because I was like, I knew like I might be sad. If like I saw like couple stuff or things that reminded me of him and like I knew the coping skills in order to get through a breakup and because I had been through the worst breakup ever like I was really prepared to like how to manage my feelings and looking back now it's been a few months since it ended and I can really say that I learned so much from that experience. I feel like I'm gonna, you guys are gonna get sick of me saying that. But I was so scared about wasting my time or being sad or not knowing how to do things that like, I'm good. Like, I'm really good. Like, I feel great where I am right now. I signed a lease on a new apartment. I'm back in the dating scene again. I'm having a good time. I'm meeting some really interesting people. And I know that the next relationship I'm in, like, it's going to be really successful because I've done so much personal growth and so much personal work and have experienced different kinds of relationships now that I feel like I'm in like the best case scenario for entering into something that's really positive and beautiful. And I'm so thankful for that. So if you are struggling and you're unsure what to do, and you feel like your gut was once telling you he was the one and now you feel like maybe that's changed, that's okay. Your gut can change, but your gut is always right. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... 
What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. For the heart-to-heart advice segment, somebody asked, how to set up boundaries when friends or family are asking you questions that are too personal. And I felt like this was a good question to focus on after this episode because when I went through my divorce, when I went through this breakup, people are like, what happened? And obviously your close friends, your close family, you can explain to them the real reasons. But if it's someone that you're not close to, it's not their business. And I've definitely been in situations, been put in situations where people will be like, why, like, why did you guys break up? And like, part of me felt the need to like share why and downplay it and be like, no, but like it was an easy breakup or like we're really amicable and like things are really good. And then I'm like, why am I sharing something personal? That's inappropriate for you to ask. So I put myself in the uncomfortable position and made the other person very uncomfortable by being like, I don't feel comfortable sharing that with you. Sorry. And that shuts people up real quick. Let me tell you. They start to blush because they're like, oh, yeah, maybe it wasn't my place to ask you such a personal question. It's like me saying to someone like, how's your marriage going? Do you guys fight? Are you happy? Like, excuse me. You don't know me. It's not your business. So it's okay to say to someone, I don't feel comfortable sharing. And if they press you, then you can just walk away, which I've done that. I recently had an experience where I bumped into someone that I hadn't seen in a couple of years. And she was like, oh my God, like I've been following you. Like I know what's going on in your life. Like, how are you? Like you could tell like she was putting on a real concerned face. And I was like, I'm good. Like, so good to see you. She's like, no, no. Like, how is everything? Like I saw what happened to you. And I'm like, no, like I'm really good. And she kept on pressing. Like she wasn't like, she was not letting this go. And I was like, you know what? It's so good to see you. I have to run. And I left and I walked away because she was putting me in an uncomfortable position. She was pressing me on things that I didn't want to talk about. Like I'm out here going on a morning stroll and you're asking me about my heartbreak and divorce. Like we're not close. That's not your business. And I know that I'm sure she was coming from a place of like genuine caring. But also, no, that to me, just like be like, I'm so happier. If someone says I'm really good and you're not close, even if you feel like they're lying, just be like, okay, cool. And also remember that breakups, like there doesn't always need to be something dramatic. Like nothing bad happened in my relationship with either of these people. I just realized they weren't for me. They weren't my people forever. So And that's why it ended. Nothing bad has to happen. So if someone asks you something and you feel uncomfortable, then you have to express to them that you don't want to talk about it. And and if they press, then be very good at just being like, so good to see you. Or I'm not going to talk about this right now. And you can smile and walk away nicely and they'll get the hint. And that may feel really awkward in the beginning because when I started doing that, I would feel really awkward because I know I made them uncomfortable. But I was also like, I have to do what protects me and what makes me feel okay. 
I hope that was helpful. I hope you learned from this episode. If you are in a place where you're unsure about your relationship and you're struggling to know, like, when should I get out? First of all, there's never a right time. Don't be hard on yourself. Like, there was a moment where I was like, I should have ended this a month ago. And I had to tell myself, like, no, I ended this relationship when I was ready to. And when I was fully confident and when I knew that I'd be able to, like, actually stick to the breakup. So don't be hard on yourself if you're delaying something that you know that you want to do because you're going to do it in the right time. And you are strong and you are capable and you are amazing. And life is good and everything happens for a reason. I really do believe that when one door closes, another one opens and opportunities are endless. Like you will find your perfect person that matches up to all the things that you want and desire in your world. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can listen to it wherever podcasts are available. Watch it on Spotify. Give me five stars. You can check me out on Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, everywhere at Bachava Heart or at Heart to Heart. Until next time.